did you guys ever watch Gossip Girl? No. No. Welcome to The Prompt, a weekly panel discussion on technology and the culture surrounding Apple and related companies. Welcome back to the world's greatest podcast. Today is August 14th, 2013. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Mr. Stephen Hackett. Say hello, Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, Mr. Stephen Hackett. We're kicking it old school. It's just me and you today. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like when a band breaks up yeah. and uh, they get back together, and they're all a lot older. But like one of the guys is dead, and there's a guy who kind of looks like him playing drums, but you know it's not the same guy. That's how I feel. Except we don't have the that dead person. Unless that's what you're calling me. No. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's not a perfect analogy. I'm not an English teacher. Federico has... Pagan holiday. Some sort of holiday. It's hard to say. Um, He just tells us his holidays. I think it's just when he wants a week off to go to the beach and eat pasta or something. He just says, oh, there's an Italian holiday. It's like, okay, Federico. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of them. So he's on the beach for like three days with his family, which is cool, I guess. I mean, that's you know, whatever. if he considers that more important than the show, then yeah, what's up with that? Whatever, you know, you, you do what you do. It's fine. So, oh, it is uh, Ferragusto Assumption Day. Ferragusto. That? Ferragosto. That is, that's what today. The term Ferragosto is derived from the Latin expression. <laughs> uh, it's it's a celebration introduced by the Emperor Augustus in 18 BC. Your country didn't even exist then. Neither did yours. Um, yes, it did. This That's is an addition. True. That's totally true. This is an addition to already extant ancient Roman festivals. Um, it doesn't during, sound like it's a Roman. During these celebrations, horse races were organized across the empire, and beasts of burden, including oxen, donkeys, and mules, were released from their work duties and decorated with flowers. That's what so that- we so we have released Federico from his work duties, and he is being decorated with flowers. Yes, that's. <laughs> Right? That is exactly what has happened today. I think that's what's going on. So um, he'll be back next week. Unless he's still on holiday. Nobody knows. So, Michael. Yep. It's just us. I still think we should carry on. And uh, maybe we will just have silent times when we think Federico would be speaking. No, I I think that we just carry on and make the best episode of this show that has ever been. Sick burns to the Federico man. No, just because we have the ability to create great content every week, and that's what people pass for. You get paid? Hmm. We'll circle back to that. Mm-hmm. Follow up. The Apple Developer Center is back up. Yay! And um, Apple is giving one month uh, free to members. So if you. You know, they had said when it was down that if your membership expired when you were down, that they were going to let it continue, your membership continue to run. They weren't going to pull your account or anything when it was down. And uh, now it's back up, and they have said anyone, regardless of when your expiration date is, you will get a month added. And so I have a Mac and an iOS developer account, and so both of those accounts gained a month. So, you know, not the all-out explanation we wanted but uh it's a good start this is a a reasonable thing this is all that there will be probably um so yeah so 
uh, it's back up. They've they've been sending. I saw one email about it, but if you log in, you'll see. I think uh, your I think the account dates have already been changed. Um, and uh, it's all back up. You can go in and reset passwords and download documentation. You know there were a few uh, things that were later coming back than others, and it's all online now, which is uh, which is good. So you can get back to developing your apps. I will. <laughs> You're not very engineering minded. I probably have the mind for it. I just don't understand any of the necessary. I don't right. have any of the necessary skills. So every once in a while, you have something in the command line, and you always like hit me up, and be like, "What am I doing?" And every once in a while, I was like, "Twice this has happened," because that's as <laughs> one of them was today. Yeah, I, I literally understand none of it. Not one of it, not one bit of it. I don't know anything code-related of any kind. It's all... Yeah, I, I have no idea. But that's, that's okay, though. I don't I mean, need to buy stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're paying your bills. Yeah. I, I guess. Are I talk- you homeless? Uh, Yes. Huh. Pretty good internet connection for a homeless guy. But it's, Eng- it's England. Everybody gets everything. We have something. Yes. That's what? We, we have we have we have an internet connection. That is all we get here. Oh yeah, no, nothing else. Mm-hmm. You're born and you're handed a cable modem, and they say "Good luck, son." And they leave you in a basket outside. They send you on your way. It's very sad. Are you an orphan? It's, I'd rather not say. Okay. So, Apple Developer Center back up. That's that. Hopefully, that will not. Uh, that, hopefully, that'll be stricken from the follow up forever. We've talked about it every single week of the show. Yeah. At least the last four. I mean, because it's been about a month, really. I mean, it's been, right? Yeah, I think, I don't know if we'll continue talking about it. If we do, it would just be complaining more that there's no real explanation for it. Yes, every, that should be a new section of the prompt where we, it's just like, you know, sometimes you see those websites like, uh, does things have cloudsync.com and just a giant no in Helvetica? We could have a, has Apple... Explain the developers center downtime dot com and just no. Big. And we'll do it one in American, one in English, and one in Italian so everybody can read it. Have you seen talking about sync, have you seen that your Jimbo today got Mac to Mac sync? <laughs> so pathetic. Like come on. Really? Is it like what I mean, how does it is it using what is it using to sync? Wasabi sync. What is that? It's something I guess that they set up. I have no idea. So, I mean, so they were using mobile me and iDesk to sync back in the day between Macs. And then, of course, iDesk and stuff went away when uh, mobile me was turned into iCloud a couple years ago. And they've never had a mobile. They have like an iPad app, but it like syncs over USB and it's only like one. It's like read only on the tablet. Like it's like in a world of Evernote, why would you use Anything else? Yeah, I don't really get it. I, I don't Your really Jimbo. get. I, I don't really get name. that app anymore. I don't know why people. Nah, would they've fallen. They've fallen behind the times, and at this point, just like, come on, guys, like, either get with it or, or move on. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. that's what we will do. We'll move on to our next follow-up item, which is that I have sold my iPad Mini. That's oh. all. Yep. So I'm going to go back to the full size one. I think I'm going to wait until. We'll see what Apple does. Um, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. It's in the topics. Or I might buy a fourth gen, 
on ref- the refurb store because they're really like it's like a hundred bucks off right now. I so. think that's a really bad idea. Well, it's not like a terrible idea. It's not like it's going to like I'm going yeah. to buy this iPad. I'm losing my home. I will tell you right now if you buy so, if you buy a fourth gen iPad right now, you will you will regret it. We will come to this point in, in a couple of months' time. <laughs> Are you threatening me? And you will find. Uh, What's our safe word? A lightning cable in your bed. That's what you will find. I mean, to be fair, that happens like three nights a week, anyways. <laughs> I I think if you if you bought a full size iPad right now, you would you would live to regret that decision. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what you should not be when you grow up? <laughs> Any sort of counselor. <laughs> it's like you could go on a second date with him, but he'd probably ruin your life. Don't trust him. I ruined a couple lives this week. How? Well, if I said it, it would take some bite out of the statement. Okay, is that it? I had a milkshake, and I'm really... You're punchy. I've taken a lot of sugar out of my diet, um, and so no, now no, when I... put it all back in again. Yeah, now I had a milkshake with, this is like, I'm sure, like 10,000 grams of sugar, and I'm, I'm feeling... Um, Giddy. Coked up. Okay. I've I've ridden the cocaine tricycle that Matt Alexander has spoken about. Okay. Just leave that there. Uh no, I ruined uh the lives of the gentleman who run the menu bar podcast. Mm-hmm. And because uh, we recorded what was most definitely a twenty seven hour episode on Friday night. Yeah, and, you uh, guys were whew, we were going. Yeah, you were you were you were a little, you were steaming a little bit. Well that was the gin. Yeah, mostly. that's what I meant. Um, I should have put gin in the milkshake. It would have balanced out. Yeah, I'm such a, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. Gin shake. That's not, that's not good for anyone. <laughs> Booze and milkshakes. I think it's fine. I mean, I'm not a chef, but yes, yeah, so we talked about Apple. We talked about Android a lot. We talked about your bionic podcast, a suspicious amount. Um, but it was good. People should check it out. I think they'll enjoy it. You seem to enjoy it. You listened to it because you were like texting me what was happening on the show as yeah, you were listening to it. Because you were being very nice about me in a public setting, which usually you're not in any setting. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> Go back to your room. <laughs> Did I say you could speak? You were very, very nice about Well, it was all me. true. You said I had a soothing voice. Did I say soothing? Yeah, you did. I yeah. was pretty tipsy. Yeah, you were. So the um, truth was coming out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a nice. Guy. I mean, we're friends. Are we though? I, I you, consider Michael. us more like acquaintances. I love you, Michael. Okay, thank you. I love you too. Well, there it is. Whew, if you didn't say it back, I'd have to go talk to a counselor. <laughs> Can we call Federico? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, buddy. You want to? Uh, Take a break. Would you like me to pay some bills? Let's do that. Who should I talk about? Uh, It's uh, Ladies' Choice. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the only one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO8. I feel like I become a different person when I start reading the ad. Your voice changes a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I go into uh, excitement mode. Did you have a milkshake? No. 
I had a Squarespace. They are updating their <laughs> platform with new features, new designs, and more support all the time. And that's one of the things that I love about Squarespace. They keep everything up to date for me and continually give me new features. They have great designs, beautiful designs, stunning designs for you to start with, and you can easily change between their templates. It's very simple. So you can choose the one that fits your mood, as it were. They have tons of style options, loads of fonts and stuff that you can choose from and adjust, so you can really craft and create your own space online. They take care of all the nasty stuff like hosting, SEO, making your site look fantastic on any device because responsive web design is built right in. They have 24-7 customer support if you have any issues. They are really design-focused, as I mentioned. They have a great way to connect social media accounts like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and those so you can have that content show up on your site or you can have things post out to other services. They have their e-commerce platform. So if you want to set up a shop, a store on Squarespace, you can do that in just a few minutes. I love Squarespace. I use them for my own websites. I have been doing this for years, and I wouldn't go anywhere else. And I want you to go and try it out so you can see just how awesome they are. Go to squarespace.com, watch the videos, the really cool videos that they've got there. Sign up for a free trial, no credit card required. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month and include a free, with an F, domain name if you sign up for a year. (laughs) And don't forget, you'll get 10% off and support this show, which you want to do, and all of 5x5, which is all awesome, by using the code tallyho 8 T A O the number eight so go check out squarespace everything that you need to create an exceptional website we have some topics mm-hmm. um we have I'll, I'll, do you want to preview them yeah we'll do them yeah so we have uh up top we have larry ellison talk to a reporter we have second thing down jim dalrymple wrote a post and the third one breaking bad returns so we'll start at the top with Larry Ellison talk to a reporter this week. Uh, Larry Ellison, of course, is he's CEO, right? Yeah. CEO, president, founder, godfather of uh, Oracle. Oracle, yeah. They make things like Java and I think that's it. Servers. I don't know much about Oracle. They make servers stuff. Uh, I know they made the server. I, I think we complained about it when we talked about Iron Man three. There was like a bunch of Oracle like servers in the back of a TV truck, which preposterous. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, Larry Ellison was on uh, CBS, which is a TV station for old people here in the United States, and he was asked about several things. You know, he or he, the company and Google are locked in a, a very interesting lawsuit right now over the use of Java on Android, which we're not going to get into, but it's it could have some pretty big implications uh, for Google and its operating system. But then they moved on to talk about... Isn't that the one where like there is code that has been copied from Oracle? Yeah. Like it's like, and they can prove it was like direct copy and paste, and like there were notes in some of the code which referred to the fact that it had been taken or something. Yeah, it's not, it's not really what you want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that's just from memory. I, I, yeah, no, it's, it's been going it's on been for going a very on. long time. Yeah, it has, and, um, and that shows it, that it's going to end nastily. I think. Yeah, if you haven't settled after like seventeen years, yeah, it's like Apple versus Apple Records, right? Yeah. So, so the Beatles will be on the Play Store. That'll be so the, the day that this gets uh, sorted out, does that mean it's going to be a day that we'll never forget? 
Maybe. Okay. Because my understanding is that's how these things are done. Yes. No, I think that's um, I think that's what the law says, but I'm not okay, a lawyer. Cool. Just checking. So they ask him, of course, about Steve Jobs. So uh, Larry Ellison and Steve Jobs, you know, Larry Ellison says best friends for 20 years. That's pretty well documented, even in the Steve Jobs bio, uh, which is right here on my bookshelf. Yeah, he comes up an awful lot in the book. Yeah, they, they have a, a real friendship. You know, they yeah. met through technology circles, but really became friends. And I, that's a fascinating friendship because we don't know much about it. And it's like, what is it like to be Steve Jobs' best friend? But um, like, I know this sounds terrible. No, no. But until until I read that book, I I literally thought that Steve Jobs had no friends. Like, I can see I, that. He just I, had coworkers. Yeah, I couldn't imagine him having friends. And children. Like, I had no idea that him and Johnny Ive were like friends as well. Like, oh man, the movie comes out this weekend. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? I'm literally looking at movie times instead of listening to you. I don't know when it comes out here. I think it comes out the 16th here. Let's see. This I'm feels looking. like this feels like one of those movies. Jobs, 7:15 p.m. Friday. You want to go? It might take me a while. What if yeah. we watched at the same time and texted each other like we were? In high school. Um, we'll come back to that. When it, I'm just checking when it comes out here. Oh. We're going to talk about it next week. That's not looking good. Well, you, you literally a, cannot see a UK release date here. Well, there's ways. Yeah, the, the IMDb has no UK release date. That's not a good sign. It has them in like <laughs> Philippines, Estonia. There's one in Estonia, but I cannot find a UK. That's not release. far from you. It's far enough, my friend. It's closer than the Philippines. They well, it's when is it in Italy? It doesn't look like it's in it. Oh, Italy is the third of October. Wow. Jobs. Maybe Boiler it's alert. got maybe it's got a different name here. Federico lives in a third world country. When it comes to media, it's even worse than the UK. I mean, October seems crazy to me. Jobs UK release date. Uh, so they ask him about Steve Jobs and. You know, it's an interview, and sometimes reporters want people to say things in a more dramatic fashion. I think there's a little bit of that. Um, we'll have a link to the video in the show notes. If you haven't watched it, it's worth listening to. It's about seven minutes long. Um, the jobs part's only a couple of minutes. Um, but he, you know, he talks about, you know, Steve Jobs' death and how that impacted him and, you know, kind of how... You know, how watching that, you know, obviously it was hard. You know, the guys are best friends. and But they ask him about Apple without Steve Jobs at the helm. And that's really what we're going to talk about uh, mm-hmm. today. Um, not so much the personal stuff and cancer and whatnot. Um, you know, he calls him our, our Edison, our generation's Picasso. Um, and then um, CBS is like, well, what... What happens at Apple now? And uh, Larry Ellison I actually typed it as we were listening to it before our call. Said we already know what happens without Steve. We saw Apple with him, without him, and with him again. So that's referring to, of course, you know, Apple. Apple's board uh, kicked Jobs out in the '80s, and he didn't come back until the late '90s. And in that middle time, the company basically died. I mean, as as close as a corporation of that size can come to dying. And, you know, he came in and, you know, we've talked about it and I've written about it very what famously. What was the time? What, how long was it that Apple had left? Like, cash-wise? People say 90 days. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't know days. if that's actually true or not. Um, if that's true, that is... 
I mean, like, legitimately crazy. Like, they were... They were, they were on the ropes. It, it was either 90 days literally or figuratively. Like, you know, it was it was basically there was not long left if they carried on the way that they were going. Right, so Jobs comes in, fires a bunch of people, cancels all the products and starts over and saved it. So that's what Larry's talking about, right? That with Steve, Apple uh, enjoys great success and a f- blooming product line that everybody wants to buy. And without him, they are okay for a little while and maybe wander off track and eventually are just walking around in circles in the woods naked and bleeding. And he implies that that's going to happen again, that this is what happened last time without him. And, you know, he says he's a fan of Tim Cook. You know, he says that there's a lot of smart people at Apple, but that Steve is irreplaceable. And I know you had some thoughts on this. Because we were talking about it um, yesterday, a couple days ago. And what are your thoughts, and maybe we could go from there. So I think I'm going to upset some people. So when you preview with that, people are going to be primed to be upset. Yeah. Which is better <laughs> than them being shocked. So I, I actually, to a point, agree with this. Like... Simply because of the the stories that we've heard of Steve Jobs, right? So everybody says Apple is going to be fine because he handpicked people, right? Which, on the face of it, like in a in a regular company, in a regular setting where somebody is is, influ- is, is very influential in a company, that makes sense, right? He surrounds himself with people that are like minded, and he feels will be able to carry things on. But the stories that we hear about him is he had his hand in everything. So, like, it wasn't a product wouldn't leave the door unless it went through Steve, right? It's kind of the, the is the idea that we get about the way that he ran the company, right? And that products would be shelved and ideas would be canned because of Steve. Um, right, you, know. you could be working on something with his approval, and then at any time he could send it back two steps in the process, or worse, just can it. So what that means is that the people that he surrounded himself with did actually create things that he didn't like. And during sure. during Steve, I mean, in the recent history of Steve now, Jobs, and to be fair, there are a lot of examples of guys like Phil Schiller and Tim Cook talking him into things. Yep, I mean it's in the book to a degree. You know, talking about iTunes on Windows, the iTunes Store, even I think was an example of the music store. I mean, uh, the iPod being a click wheel. He had some other control mechanism. In mind, like there, there are a lot of things that you know he would say were garbage, and then talked into. And he also had a knack of telling you your idea was was garbage, and then the next day coming you coming and selling your idea as his own back to you. Yeah, uh, which I'm sure was infuriating to work with. But th- there are in the you know there are lots of stories about the things that he was bad at, but there aren't any stories of him necessarily like stealing somebody's idea or you, you know like there aren't sort of stories of like him saying that he you know if, if he said that he came up with the iphone or whatever that that you know there's some engineer going it was my idea you know it's it, it's very much given the impression that if he didn't conceive something he was extremely important in the process of making it happen there are in history there will be very few people in industry that are as much of a genius as Steve Jobs, right? There are very sure. few people that will go down like that. So that person doesn't exist at Apple right now. There, There isn't that person is the way that it seems. And I, I also think that maybe the the recent 
reorganization of the corporate structure shows that because you now have people that are straddling different parts of the business. So there are even less singular voices than there were before. So like Johnny Ive basically does everything. Anything that has a that you can see with your eyes, Johnny Ive has touched, which is maybe potentially good from a design perspective. However, I can't remember in recent history furor over Apple UI design more than there has been with iOS 7. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people say, oh, Steve Jobs wouldn't have loved this. He might have, he might not have. We will never know. But in the history of the of the iPhone, yes, it didn't change that very much at all. Maybe there was a reason for that. Maybe that was what Steve was keeping because he felt that it was the right way to do it. But basically... My, my sort of feeling is that if he, if Steve Jobs had had such a hand in things the way that that it was said that he did, it, Apple cannot be the same if, with him gone. They cannot be the same. They have not been the same. That maybe for 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 a multitude of reasons that we tend to talk about every week. You know that they've been quiet because of the restructure. They've been working on some big stuff, but it's still been different. We don't know what's coming the rest of the year. There's been this story that the board are really upset and think that what Apple's doing right now is not going to be good. That came out earlier this week, right? Or last mm-hmm. week. Um, like, I, I just... they all, all these people have talent that are there. Undoubtedly, they're, they're incredible at what they do. But the person that's driving the ship isn't the same person. And they come from very different worlds, and they sure. do very different things. And, and I just think the, mm. the company, the company, may be bigger and better than ever. All I'm saying is, it mm. won't be the same. It won't be the same. I don't know why you think that's controversial. Uh, because I've is- kind of, I've kind of made it sound, and there is maybe a part of me that thinks that Apple will never be as great, and it will, will, will not necessarily plummet, but we well, have seen eight. potentially the best times of the company. They, they have passed now. I mean, maybe. Um, I think there's some fundamental differences between Apple in 1985 or whenever it was, uh, and Apple now. And so I think there are two important ones. I think one is leadership. I think if you look at guys like Tim Cook, Phil Schiller, Johnny Ive, uh, the, uh, mm, Craig Federighi, the guy in charge of OS 10, whose name I can't remember. Um, these guys are, you know, were handpicked and worked for Steve Jobs for a long, long time. And of course, Scott Forstall did too, but just table that. Yeah. So they have some Jobs DNA pressed into them. Um, how much or how well it will stick in 15 years, I don't know. But. Apple was not like that when Steve left. Steve was, by the time Steve left, yes, he was in charge of the Macintosh, but they had their own building for a long time, separate from the Apple campus. He was in charge of a ragtag small group, and yes, the Macintosh ended up taking over the Apple II, but Steve Jobs wasn't all that influential at Apple by the time he left. Um, I think history is kinder to that than it was, than, you know, the actual fact that he was kind of already on the outskirts of Apple when he, when he was, when he was gone, and, Apple was taken over by guys like John Scully, who had sold Pepsi for a living, and bankers, and you know the board and everything was very different than the makeup that's there now. Now, that will fade over time at Apple, but right now, in this critical next five to ten years, 
there's a lot of Steve Jobs fingerprints on people. So that's one thing. The other thing is Apple financially is very different. You know, Apple had money when 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 Steve left, but it is not at all on the same scale as it is today. You know, Apple was wealthy for a late 1980s company when Steve left, but today Apple's you know number one, number two, number three most valued company in the world, and that alone gives them momentum, and that alone gives them a deep security blanket that I don't see Apple in 10 years being 90 days away from. I just don't see how that's possible, unless yeah, they really I, I go d- off the rails. Yeah, I really don't th- I think that they have a strong enough foundation now to be a player for all of history in some re- respect, right? Like, way past me and, m- me and you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just having that amount of cash means that they they can on a dime turn the business. Like they can they can go into a totally different industry. Like there is literally nothing stopping them doing anything that they want. Sure. I I just feel like the days of like the three or so years that gave us like the iPhone and the iPad and changed the computer industry. I I don't know if we was. I feel that they may be able to change some stuff, but I really don't think anything will be that monumental that they do again. Um. And, and I think that a lot of that is natural churn as well. Like I think even if Steve Jobs lived for a hundred years, Apple wouldn't continue to be the top dog. Things change. You know, people think that Facebook is going to be around forever. They will not. We all thought that about MySpace. You know, we all thought Google would be the best and be awesome forever, but now people don't like them. Microsoft, for example, we, who would have ever thought? maybe 10, 15 years ago, that Microsoft could ever not be seen as the most dominant player in the technology technology industry. But they're not anymore. They have a stranglehold on a specific part of the market, but that's all they have. And there are, and they, the future of computing, they are so far behind. They're being beaten by a search company. So. I mean, I don't, I don't, think anyone would argue that the the tectonic plates underneath our ecosystem shift and apple it will the tides and the winds and whatever other analogy we're using uh the flowers draped around federico's neck mm-hmm. uh will shift away from apple at some point the the question is and i think really what we're getting at and what you know, Larry Ellison is getting at is will it be as bad as it was in the nineties? I don't think so. I mean, I think no. they're in a lot better shape than they were ever. Um, are Apple's golden is the golden age over or is it ending? I think history tells us that that's impossible, an impossible question to answer if you're still in it. Um, when we come back for episode 109 in two years, may, maybe, you know, it's a different thing. But it is worth keeping an eye on. It is worth uh, paying attention to. And, you know, there was a report. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm springing this on you. But there was a report that we were talking about, or you and I talked about. I don't think we talked about it on the show. Um, that some board of directors, you know, leaked that they were unhappy or unimpressed with Apple's product pipeline. Yep. You remember that? Yeah, I, I spoke about it a moment ago. Wait, did you? Mm-hmm. You weren't listening to me. I'm literally having... Like short-term memory. Yeah, I said that that was one of the that's that we've seen a different Apple so far this year, potentially because they've been busy on things. We did know you talk much. about the board? 
Yeah, and then I, I said... I literally have no recollection of you saying that. And then I said... I'm listening to you. <laughs> that... Um, I need to lie down. I said that, you know, they have things planned for the rest of the year, but there's been this report from the board that's come out saying that they're not happy, so that is a potential indication that they're not okay. going to turn the ship around. I mean... So the board could be unhappy because they haven't seen the product line because Uncle Timmy's keeping a secret. Uh, they could be unhappy because, as we'll talk about in a minute, maybe Apple's fall iPhone lineup is drastically different than what it's been in the past or maybe not as good. Or maybe the new iPad you keep telling me to wait for has a hand crank on the back instead of a battery. I don't know. I, I, I'm not as worried about it as some people. Um I don't think we're I don't think we're getting ready to fall off a cliff. And then Carl Icahn changes the stock price. Yeah, you see that? So uh, this guy, excuse me, this guy is a investor of I don't really understand what he does, but he basically controls the market of something. He's the puppet master. Would you say he's a puppet master? I, I, I wouldn't want to. No. But, okay. I mean, so this guy's a big-time investor, and he uh, apparently had a conversation with Tim Cook, is very upbeat, and ha- is, you know, investing in Apple heavily. And the stock has had a really good 48 hours <laughs> after. Yep. Uh, he tweeted about it, so that, that'll be in the show notes. Um, and so, you know, there are people who... jumps to a six-month high... After 77-year-old billionaire says he believes the company to be extremely He's 77? Yep. I looked at his Twitter avatar. He didn't look that old. There's a picture of him in the show notes, which does make him look that old. Does he? You can he? find the show notes yeah. at 5x5.tv slash prompt slash 9. They're not in the show notes that I see. Well, it's in the actual show notes. Oh, yeah. I don't have access to the cool things. There it is. No, that's not it. Ugh. Never mind. You can wait and see it. I'll wait and see. You can wait. I mean, yeah, so that that's really interesting to me. I mean, obviously, this is not a guy who's going to say that just to see what happens, you know. And so maybe he has some uh, insight into their product line, or maybe he's just, you know, feeling good about things. I mean, it's not, I mean Tim, Co- Tim Cook is not a bozo. Like, uh, it would be very difficult for him to run into the ground. But that doesn't mean that it won't shine like it once did either financially i i feel like tim cook would be less likely to run the company into the ground than steve jobs because whatever apple continues to do cook is just gonna make it the margins larger right that's that's his thing that's what he does you say that but that's why they're i mean if you look over the last year of quarterly results the ipad mini has destroyed uh their Margins, like their overall margins on all, you know, the entire product lineup, because the iPad Mini is such thin margins. The Mini wasn't a Tim Cook product, though. You don't think? No. The iPhone 5C is a Tim Cook product. It's a plastic phone, which I'm personally quite excited about. Stop, stop, stop. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I know. That is what they call a tease. Or a segue. No, No, that's what fat guys ride around San Francisco. It would be a segue if we were going straight into it. It's a tease because we're going to do a sponsor first. Sounds good. Let's see that. This, yeah. Let's see that right now. This is what I do. This is what I know. Good. I had a milkshake. I really? 
This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at Shutterstock.com. This is where you'll find 20 million stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and video clips. Start your search at Shutterstock to find that perfect image for your website, ad, publication, or any other creative project. Shutterstock gives you a global image collection to find images from across the world to suit your project. You can choose between image packs or multi-subscription packages or both. Or you can buy images as you need them. Choose whatever fits your needs. You never have a compromise. You can do whatever you want. If you want to buy just one image, you want to buy a pack of images, that's fine. Every time you visit Shutterstock, you're going to find something new since they add 10,000 new images every single day. And it's more affordable than you think. No extra charges for large files. If you need them, just take them. You can easily curate and share pictures via lightboxes, so you can choose your favorite pictures when you're searching around and add them to your own lightbox gallery. You can also do this on their iPad app as well. They have enhanced license access. If you want to run an image for some print or something like that, you can do that. They can give you enhanced license accesses for those things. They also have a huge library of vectors, icons, infographic templates, and video clips should you need any of those too. Shutterstock.com will give you an account wrap dedicated to you if you have any questions, if you need any help at all, but they also have a 24-hour support line during the week. Sign up for a free browse account now. Go to Shutterstock.com. There's no credit card required to do this. And when you find the images that you love and that you need, you decide to purchase. Use the code PROMPT8 and get 30% off any package. 30 with a T. Thanks to Shutterstock for the support of the show. Indeed. September 10th, mm-hmm. 2013. A day that will live in infamy. Will it? I mean, it's a day you'll never forget. One way or another. I'm gonna find you! Um, <clears throat> what? I'm not saying anything. So All Things D reported um, a couple days ago that Apple would be having their iPhone event on September 10th. Since then, two days ago on the 12th, Jim Dalrymple said yep in a post that is oddly lacking punctuation. Yeah, and fixed it. Still missing the period after yep. Read into that if you will. And the colon after all things D. Of course, if you do a colon after all things D, I ran into this. If you do a colon after all things D, it kind of looks like a smiley face or a frowny face, I guess. That's even more of a reason to do it. <laughs> all things D. All things depressing. Mm. That's what the D stands oh, for. Carriage Swisher asks us silly questions. So the there have been a lot of rumors, and um, basically they boil down to a new low-end phone that would, assumedly, if you believe said rumors, replace the 4 and 4S. Uh, it would be the same size as the iPhone 5, dubbed the iPhone 5C, have a color back that... Or a plastic bag that would assumably be in colors. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Now, if you want a cheap phone, you get stuck with an old phone. If you want a cheap phone, you get stuck with a small phone. If you want a cheap phone, you get stuck with a phone with a yucky 30-pin dock connector. And so this would be a way for Apple to modernize what they offer on the low end, uh, pricing-wise. Which I think is I think that's a great move. I mean... I know so many people who like buy or you know don't buy. They get the iPhone four because it's free on contract, 
Well, the thing's already two years old, and the iPhone four already kind of struggles on iOS seven. Um, and you know they've it kind of degrades. You don't get all the eye candy and whatnot. So, like, how is that going to hold up in two years? Like, the thing's not going to run iOS nine, right? Um, which when they get to iOS ten, will they use the X or the ten? Mm-hmm. It's all X anyway. Oh, do we have to do this again? Do we really have to do this again? I'll just link to Dr. Dre. The doctor has gone elderly and has misplaced his pronunciation guide. He knows more pronunciation than you. That's true. Did he have a milkshake today? Probably. I think he's probably a guy who enjoys like a good ice cream cone every once in a while. Yeah. Like a legit ice cream cone. Yeah. So, in addition to the iPhone 5C... You know, some new higher end regular one ninety nine, two ninety nine price point. Uh iPhone five S maybe the same screen size. I think it will be, and I think it will be a mistake. It'll be a mistake to make a <laughs> I think I think I see what you did. I think that, that they should be introing a bigger iPhone now. I, I think that it would be a uh I think they would drop the ball on that a little bit, I think, personally. I mean, yes, to a degree. I, I I think, though, they could rationalize it as we just did a bigger screen last year, and they like to pace things out for the developers. Yeah, but the, the other, 5C, the, they'll be the, developing for the 5C, so it's not a problem. But they would, but they still... And the iPod. Yes. There will still be a market of which those apps will be current and running. Sure, and because I mean they've sold a bajillion iPhone 5s that'll still be running around. I mean, it's not like iPhone 5s. Just, well, just mine does every year. Bust. Mine seems like a piece of crap every year as soon as they announce a new one. But other people don't do that. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just trying to take care of that. And I think if Apple goes bigger, they're going to have to revisit the resolution thing. And, you know, there's a lot of phones that have higher resolution than the Retina display, and I wonder if they could keep their current resolution or even go down a little bit. You know, I think they they take some heat for that. The iPhone 5C, iPhone 5S, September 10th, which, at least for me, is a little bit sooner than I thought it would be. I thought we'd be towards the middle to end of September, quite honestly. Yeah, it's what makes me think that... And it doesn't make me think this, but it would be interesting if they're ready to, to release... If they had a bigger phone, because then it would give people maybe a couple more weeks to do a bit more development to make their apps bigger. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not going to release you know? this on the 10th. I mean, every... No, I but- mean, they release pretty quick. I mean, September seems... So I'm using iOS 7 at the moment, and it's good. I don't know if it's, like, a month away, though. Did you see my tweet? I was super proud of it. I was like, the real question is, does iOS 7 need more than three weeks of work? And I had a picture of a Magic 8-Ball <laughs> that says yeah, that that. something. It was very clever. I worked hard on that tweet. Good. Uh, better not to tell you now, is what I said. Um, I mean, you know, I think if this plays out like it has in the past, they will, on the 10th, they'll announce a new phone, or maybe two new phones, um, announce that the iPhone 5 will be free, The you know, or $99, the 5C will be in that range, the 5S will be, you know... 199299 with some new feature, and at that time we'll see the gold master of iOS 7. Sometimes there are iOS features that are tied to new hardware. Um, I don't know what that would be this time around. They, are, they have LTE, like they have the dual mic thing, they have 1080p video. 
Um, See, I, I have literally no idea what a 5S could give me. I don't know what you market. Like, it's... Because they've all, there's always been a feature. It's faster, but there's a feature. And I can't think what that would be this time. You know, I've said that. I mean, LTE was an obvious choice, right? Like, they got to do that. But I felt that way in the past. Um, but I, I, I kind of feel, I kind of agree with you. I kind of feel that same way, same way now. Like, so, you know, you look at Siri, right? Siri was a software feature that they added to the 4S. Yes. So that made, you know, that made sense. Um, but I can't think what a 5S would, would, would get. And I, I, people were expecting or wanting something like a digital assistant. Like it wasn't. It was cool the way that they did it and demoed it, but I think it was something that we kind of expected. There were rumors like, you know, because Apple, Apple bought the Siri company. Um, I can't think of anything now that, that you could put into this phone to sell it because they can't sell it by saying it's faster, right? They have to add a new feature so the phone sells to people that aren't us. So maybe, or maybe they don't worry about that this time because they've got the C. So they sell that instead, right? Yeah, that would be weird, right? Like it would be new... weird. It would be weird. I mean, I I've, I mean the five C the five C is a very smart move to make because Apple should be controlling the low end of the market by giving people a current phone. They shouldn't be continuing to support that end of the market by giving them old hardware because it definitely turns people off. Um. People that are, understand these devices and go into a store and they want a free phone, but they can't because they can't afford the new iPhone. So, or they want a cheap phone and they can't afford the new iPhone, but they have to li- they leave with an Android phone instead because it's got a bigger screen, it's got a nicer screen, it's fu- you know it, it can support all the apps that they want because the older phones look old and they are old. They're the phones that your friends had two years ago. But with the 5C, they will be able to appeal to that market. It is the difference between the iPod and the iPod Mini. The 5C is going to be a massive success. It will probably outsell the 5S. So did you see the story that, I don't know who had it, but that maybe the 5C would have some software stuff disabled to help push people towards the, towards the high-end phone? Like Siri was the example they used? I would find that extremely unlikely. Anything that the iPod Touch can run, this will run. I would find that no, very I agree. weird. I agree. I don't. I don't think Apple's going to have some sort of software differ- differentiation because at that point they are they are purposely fragmenting the user experience. Right, and people are just going to jailbreak and do it anyways. Yeah, I don't. Like, think, I mean, people were yeah. doing that. There was like a jailbreak thing to run Siri on an iPod Touch. You know, before it got it. Yep. I mean, if they introduced a new feature to the 5S, that's a totally different thing. Taking away features for the 5C, I, I wouldn't understand why they would do that. Because I expect the 5C to be to have the same capability as the 5. Um, from a from a power perspective, right? Like that would be a safe assumption to make. Mm-hmm. That it's going to have the same internals as the 5, and then the S will have the next generation of that. And and I will, you know, I, I did mention it a minute ago, but I want to I want to put my stake in the ground and say, personally, my prediction is that the five C will sell more 
than the 5S, sight unseen of any of these things. You have I, committed it to tape. Yeah, I just believe that it will be massively successful because there will be a bunch of people that currently buy iPhones that would prefer that version because of the way that it looks. And I also think that it's... I said this on, on Bionic with Matt, but I want to say it to you as well because you've not heard it yet. And you know, so Everyone gets to hear his opinion of mine. I think that Apple want to control the the case market again. They, they don't want people to keep covering their phones in cases and want to give people the ability to express themselves with a colour in the same way that they do the iPod yeah. line. I mean, it's kind of an old trick, right? Like you brought up the iPod mini and that was a, a huge example of the first time you could buy an iPod that was cut, you know, the gold, green, pink, and silver and blue. Um, you know, and they've done it ever since, right? The nanos have had, you know, God knows how many colors the iPod touch, you know, the most recent iPod touch has some colored and as aluminum rear shells. And so it's, it's, it's it's a gimmick, but it's really not because people really do enjoy it. And I know there'll be people who like go out because they want a blue phone. And you see Android makers do it to a degree. Um, you, you definitely see it in the Windows phone market, right? The Lumia phones and the HTC uh, Windows 8 phones are just, I mean, they're all over the place color wise. Something people really like. Yeah. And how cool uh, would it be if like the default wallpaper is like color coded to it? So iOS 7 kind of gets be. the tint. Yeah. Of, that you that know, makes perfect sense because you know they've got that. Um, you've definitely seen this that the white iPhone now has the startup screen is white background with black. So Apple. is that's so is the black one. I think I don't think that's a real store. I think that got shut oh, down. Okay. Oh, so, you have a black iPhone, don't you? No, I have no, a white, white one. I have a white one too. And I noticed that it changed. Let me just put iOS it. seven. Let me just put iOS seven on my wife's phone real quick, and I'll. Yeah, just kidding. It's a bad idea. Um. <laughs> And I, I would be, I would like to see maybe some, some more color options come to the five S. Yeah, think. maybe. I mean, maybe they start here and, and see how it goes. Yeah. You know, doing colored plastic, I assume, is cheaper than doing colored aluminum. And my assumption is that the five S will remain the aluminum with the glass slivers on the back. Yeah, but Apple the, knows how five. to do colored aluminum now. Well, they so. do, but it's more expensive. Yeah, you so know, that, that's know. why I think we could maybe see some premium looking colors. Well, on what the 5. like gold? That's the rumor, right? A gold iPhone five. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. I don't think. I mean, I you know. Unless I've, you're a, okay, unless you're an oil chic, a pimp, or Matt Alexander, who's a little bit of both. Why would you buy a gold iPhone? He's an oil pimp. Um, I think that you. I personally think you might see the current iPod Touch colors on the iPhone or a selection of those, and they're brighter, nice. They're, they're nice like a lot brighter colors. Brighter, more Lumia like Lumia colors. colors. Why I don't know why you're. Doing I had this. a milkshake. Uh, yeah, I know. I I think that you might see those sort of colors come to the five C. Yep. Which I I, do, I don't <clears throat> like five C. I don't like that. I don't way. either. And I think if they have the five, the five C, and the five S, that's very similar. If I would be very surprised if five C is the best that the Apple marketing people could come up with. It's the same people that came up with MacBook Pro, which is the dumbest product name. But Apple's like, ever had iPod, they should be giving it an iPod Mini or an iPod Nano or like MacBook name. Pro with lowercase W R Retina capital R display lowercase D. I mean, come on! You know how many times I have to type that? I have that Joker and text expander. I would like to see a name, a name, even just the iPhone color. That it's has cool. certain connotations. I'm just saying. 
There have been many products with the name Color as part of the name. Game Boy, for one. And the app, ridiculous app that Apple bought. Yeah. The only problem with calling something Color is it doesn't necessarily work across borders. So in the UK, how would you spell that product? Cooler. C-O-U-L-O-U-R. Retina iPad mini and thinner, lighter iPad coming after new iPhone, says Bloomberg. So before Christmas, right? So we expect, what, probably October? October. That's what they did last year, right? The 5 was in September and then the iPads were in October? Yeah, and they also did the iPods then. Do you remember that the insane event where they unveiled like 700 new products? Which is the stupid Nano that I own and don't like. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, this is interesting, right? When's the iWatch? Huh? Well, yeah, that's got to come as well. Does it? I mean, I was trolling because it it seems to have dropped off the radar again. He said, Cook said, a new product category before the end of the year. Yeah, that's the 5C. It's a plastic iPhone. That's a really interesting point. Cheap iPhone could be a new product. Is it, though? No. Because he said category. Now, I think it would be a real stretch to say a cheap iPhone is a new category. I think Apple is going to be making um, microwaves. It will be something wearable. They should make a milkshake machine. It is something wearable. Something in that wearable realm. Google Glass. I what, was watching yeah. an interview on The Verge, maybe. They were interviewing somebody, and a guy was like wearing Google Glass like in the interview. I was like, oh, I can't watch this because I feel like you're watching me. I saw somebody uh, at a play. I took my kids to a play. Did I tell you this? And there was a guy like four rows back wearing mm-hmm. Google Glass. Oh, that's weird. And like, so I kind of, you know, after the show, like you go and like meet. The, you know, your kids get to meet Peter Pan and Captain Hook and stuff. And so we were doing that. And um, I kind of was keeping one eye on this guy just to see if people w- walked up to him and wanted to view it, you know, like to play with it. Because, you know, we were in San Francisco and we all got to play with um, uh, Steve Strezza's Google Glass and then Matthew Panzerino had one as well. And people were like, hey, can I put this on my face? It didn't happen, but he definitely got some weird looks like maybe he was a robot and maybe he was there to kill everybody. Retina iPad Mini and thinner, lighter iPad coming after new iPhone. October. So is the, the Retina iPad Mini a thing now? It's hard to say. What do you think? You think they're going to go Retina? I do now. <laughs> I didn't for a long time. And now uh, somebody, you know, now there's like, the Retina will remain at the price point. There will be a non-Retina iPad Mini at even cheaper. I don't know. I would like to see a Retina iPad Mini, but I still think I want the bigger physical size. I don't the think people, a Retina Mini would solve my problem with the Mini the, that I've developed. The people reporting this are the people that I would expect to be... Bloomberg. And All Things D as well, right? And the Wall Street Journal. So Yeah, yeah the WSJ, I mean, is well known. Well, you get all three of those together. You got smoke and there's fire and there's... Things. Oxygen. S'mores. Um, and... It says to me that there will be one. Like, as we've said before, they, sh- in theory, should and, c- and can because Google have managed to do it. So it's possible to do. Um, where before it was like, it's not possible. Well, it right. is possible. Google have done it. So it, it can be done. It was up to whether Apple would do it now. It appears that they are going to. And that the new iPad will be... Um, shaped and, and yeah. in the same way as the mini which which, which i like i mean i pick up my wife's ipad 4 now and it's like man this bezel is huge um 
It'll be interesting, right? Because it the then the only iOS device that won't be shaped like that will be the iPhone 5S, potentially. Because the iPod has that rounded back. The oh, oh you mean the like the construction of it? Yeah. And, and so then it'll be only the iPhone 5S if they keep the bot, the, the, the case, which I'm sure that they will. Yeah. It'll be the only product then that doesn't have that, that rounded. I think that's edge. fine. I like having the sides on the iPhone. You know, we've had it since the 4 where you actually have like a flat side. Like, I, I never feel like I'm getting ready to like drop my iPhone because it's slippery. I find the iPod to be more comfortable in the hand. The touch, yeah, with the. Round I mean, it's back. it's nice. Um, it's it's a lot more comfortable. The iPhone five is is not comfortable in the hand. I don't think really. Um, and this comes from somebody who uses it in a huge case now. So every time I take it out of my case, I have it in a Mophie all the time. Um, every time I take it out, I I realize how strange a device the iPhone five is, <laughs> sort of from its weight and its thinness and the way in which it is built. It yeah. is a beautiful piece of engineering. It still feels like suspiciously thin or yeah, suspiciously light. If they make it thinner than this, I will be really concerned. I, I was thinking this the other day. I, I really hope that they don't try to do that because the iPod touch is, and that's far too thin, far too thin. I, I would not want my phone to be that thin. I would be terrified of breaking it. Yeah. So, um, so we have this last section, yeah, and we're already at an hour. So my thought is, we do the next section. We probably need this spoiler horn. Do you want to do, you want to do our first after dark? Uh, I mean, you have the rights yep. to put in the feed. Yep, I can do what I want. Okay. Yeah, maybe we can say bad words. So I'll wrap this up. If you want to hear us talk about Breaking Bad. Hit the After Dark feed at 5x5.tv slash After Dark. I think it's After Dark. Yeah, I totally made that up. It might be like 80 or something. It's uh, After Dark, yeah. So we'll be there talking about Breaking Bad in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> well, it might be a couple of minutes for them. That, you know, It's either there or it isn't. It's not like they need to wait. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> are we done? I think it's been a good show, even without Federico. Yeah. I mean, I had a little black out there in the middle. But that's okay. We can forgive you. Actually, the listeners won't. I can. That's because we're friends. I hope that I hope that we don't get loads of messages of people saying, Bring back Federico. The show was terrible. Federico wouldn't have let that happen. I hope that doesn't happen. Are you even there anymore? Are you going? <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting you do your thing. Okay. So we're we're wrapping up the show now. Thank you very much for listening to episode nine of the prompt. I am Mike Hurley. I am at iMike I M Y K E. Stephen is at I S M H. We'll be back next week. Federico will be with us and uh please send in all of your feedback as you do. Underscore the prompt is the is the show's Twitter account. Um we love you dearly, every single one of you, yes, even you. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Adios.